This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I, I do talk to Catherine about that. I said, are we doing the right thing? Or I shouldn't say we because I'm the one who does it. But am I teaching our children some bad habits? I think we're past the point of teaching your children much. First yeah. off, they... In they, their 30s, so yeah. it's too late. Like, I think, <laughs> might be a little I think too that late. window might be shut a little bit if you're... <laughs> right. I mean, because like, they had jobs growing up, like when they, they were did. younger, right? Yeah. So it's like, it would be different if it was just sit at home and here's $1,000 to go buy yourself something nice. How did you, you know that? That just happened yesterday. <laughs> you literally know. nailed it. Somebody yep. needed $1,000 yesterday. Have you been talking to my family? I have not, but I think I need to get adopted into your family. Let me see your family. Let me see You're your working on it. Kevin. I'm if all I, in on this one. Hey, Tom, can I borrow? You know, I, I Oh, mean, it's not borrow. Can I, okay, have? can I have? It's not borrowing. <laughs> you know, Believe I'll take me. 250, 500. I don't well, need $1,000. I, I think my favorite was. I can't remember who, if it was Andy or um, Alex, but they were like saying how they were going to need to go buy something, and you were like, "Oh, you can u- use my credit card." And they're like, "Oh no, I was already planning on doing." It. <laughs> yeah, that was Alex. <laughs> yeah, well, I was already planning on using your American Express. Don't worry about it. But think of the credit they're building for you. Mm-hmm. Credit. <laughs> it's credit. You're it's so lucky. Your credit score yeah. immaculate. Mm-hmm. My credit score is really good. Yeah, I am. Uh, very good, that's true. The only reason I know that is because I bought that car from Dougie over at Flagship. Flagship Ford. Nice. I saw my credit ratings like, damn, I've been paying my bills, mm-hmm. apparently. That's good. We love that. Glad to see that. Keep doing that. Um, you know one thing I don't like about the credit score, and I want to get the take of all, all you people on the show, the, the four of you. I hate it when you go buy a house... And your credit score goes down. I well, there's a yeah. lot. What the of, hell is that? Yeah. It's all a scam. Because even like it buying, is, isn't buying it? like a car, if you like your credit score goes down, really? Well, they right, just when they run your credit, like it's gonna go down a little bit, and obviously it goes check back it. out. Yeah, if they. Yeah. Check I was gonna it. say so, they used that they they they're really adamant about having these places now where you can check it without going down. But before, you're right. If you even checked your credit mm-hmm. score, if you're trying to be vigilant, yeah, yep. it would. To go every time you check it, it goes down a little yep. bit. What? Damn. So, yeah. yeah. I just bought a car last week, and when I got my FICO score, it was 801. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good. I'm like, look at me, that's baller. Good. So when I was on the phone with the lady from my bank, she's like, so what is your credit score? I'm like, 801. And then 90 <laughs> seconds later in the conversation, she goes, we looked at TransUnion, and it's actually only 756. I was like, shut up. Shut I'm like, up. 56 is still it's, good, it's isn't it? It's still past 720, lady. It's exactly. the same thing. How is you know? not having credit a ding, too? Like, oh, yeah, it, that's insane. It's all yeah. a scam. Like, if you don't have credit, well, that's bad. But if you have some credit, well, that could still be bad. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all... What's the top score? Is the top score like 900 or something? I think it's nine. I think it's exactly 900. I thought, exactly. I thought like 825 is the t- is top. 825 or 850. But I could. I think, yeah. But either way, if, as long as it's above 720, it's basically impeccable credit. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I know like, yeah. so when I worked at a car dealership, it was if you were over 700, it didn't matter if you were 800 or 750, you yeah. get the same rate as everybody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. So once so. You, like over 720, yeah, at a certain point, it doesn't really matter. Well, I'm kicking it then, man, because I saw mine yet. Oh, boy. Now we're talking. <laughs> I'm going to sit at 701 for the rest of my... If it doesn't matter if I'm 900 baby. or 701, I'm yep. going to sit at 701. Take it down. Exactly. Take it down and then be just pleased right there. Right. Everybody. I love that. Mm-hmm. On my banking app, it says 850 tops out. 
Oh, I thought, that, I thought yeah. you were just trying to like humbly brag about what your yep. credit score. No, was. no, that's not mine. It's just showing me what oh, it could go to. Did honest got tops out at eight fifty. On mine, it says yeah. Oh well, that but that would be everybody's, wouldn't it? Not just yeah, yours. Yeah. So. What, What's a sliding scale for black people too? So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. zero yeah. to ten. That's it. <laughs> It all works out in the end. <laughs> why why eight fifty though? That's a really arbitrary it weird is, yeah. I don't know. Like why not nine hundred? A thousand. Why eight fifty? Yeah. It's eight forty seven. That's where we top out. We won't go above eight forty seven. Bunch of crap. It makes total sense. Can I ask my judd question yet? Have I earned can I do it? Yeah, you know what? After You're the research into the, the credit score, you can ask one question. Thanks, you, Tevin. you can ask him anything you want except for about this team, it's the I don't even Twine or yeah. something. I don't know how to don't say worry. their name. I wouldn't ask about them. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Judd, can you give me any insight about this Live PGA merger? Ooh, That's question. what I want. Yep. Good That's question. what I want here as well. Uh, yeah, the Saudis won. The, <laughs> they did. The, P, yep. the PGA spent how long? Two years basically mm-hmm. saying this is going to go away. Don't it, it, Encouraging their players not to take enormous payments to join it right mm-hmm. and so you know guys like McElroy remained loyal bash yes. pga yep. didn't take i think tiger was offered you know like 11 million dollars just to jump and i mean he can b- barely play now just because he's so hurt right and he didn't and yesterday out of nowhere i guess the players had no warning there was nothing um they announced that they have merged what the European tour, the PGA tour, and the Live tour? It's one mm-hmm. of the dirtiest. Like Tom, you you t- talk about politicians, yeah, and just like scumbag people. Mm-hmm. This is one of the biggest scumbag moves of all time. Of all time, in sports. it honest it to God is, and and it's the Saudis. Like these are these are awful human beings. Like these are you know they have people killed. They're tied to terrorist attacks. Yep, and yet the PGA tour. Basically, without telling a soul, just basically said, ah, screw yeah. it, sold out. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine, Judd, is uh, Jason Fisher. He's an analyst for the NBA, and he's also one of the commentators for Live Golf. And I texted him yesterday when I saw the headline, and I sent it to him. I said, is this real? I thought this was some sort of Babylon B fake headline. And all he texted me back was, this is so wild, I don't understand it. And I go, I have so many questions. And he goes, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and if I'm a PGA player like Royal Rory McIlroy, for example, who <sighs> passed up on probably hundreds of millions of dollars in potential winnings over the last two years if he right. would have performed on live, mm-hmm. and now I go to bat for the PGA and turn down all this money just for you guys yeah. now to go around my yep. back and accept all this dirty money. Money, like, money, I mean, money. It's all it is. It's money. awful. And the commissioner just, you know, completely sold all of those guys out because mm-hmm. now it's like and and, and they're going to bring now all of the live guys are going who who had become despised you know for the most part or a bunch of them are all going to come back in with their huge payments being made and they're going to come back into to the tour and nobody knows how it's going to work so i have a question for you guys so you guys are upset that in a certain country starts with saudi and ends in arabia that you get thrown off a building because you're gay you have a problem with that really and that does happen, by the way. Being a homosexual sure. in Saudi yeah. Arabia is not a good thing for your health. Uh, why do we do business with people who murder other people? I, although because America's doing they, that now every day, too. So. And because they have enough m- money to buy it their money. way in. I, that's money. the only thing. Yep. That's the only money. thing, right? Threats and money. 
But this one is really bad. I, I, th- this is it not is. some small, oh, boy, that's surprising or that's slightly shady. This is just out and out as shady as it's going to get. It's disgusting. I probably, I have not, I haven't watched a lot of golf recently anyway. I used to watch all the time. Like in Tiger's heyday, I used to watch them all the time. And there were other people. Phil Mickelson was interesting to watch and a lot of other people actually. But I, I just haven't watched in quite some time. And now I may never watch golf again. I, I, what do I want to watch that filth for? Right? Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, it just makes me very, very sad that money, 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 all that anyone cares about in this world now is money. Has it always been that way? It's just more apparent now? I think so, yes. Probably. Yeah. And I, think- I, I do. I think the social, so I, I think the amount of coverage of things now and social media platforms like Twitter and things like that. I think because it's so immediate, it's easy. It's easier for us to get our heads around the disgusting nature of people now. Yeah, which I think has always it's been true. there, but I but it wasn't in our, our faces previously. Like right now on Twitter, you can you know every single day I see three or four uh, things of people walking into stores and causing problems, right? Or a yeah, fight oh God, in yes. a McDonald's or something like that. I'm sure that that stuff always existed. But previously, we didn't at least see it, and now, and now, as soon, soon as a fight breaks out, somebody pulls out their phone. Right. They don't try and help. They pull out their phone. They record it and stick it on Twitter. It's much worse than it's ever been, though, because I grew up obviously in, you know, a little bit of a low end area. All the rest of it, I never saw any of that stuff. You go into Wool F W Woolworths down there. Nobody was fighting, oh. throwing things around. That just Lord. never happened. This is a new thing, and it's supposedly, and it's not really tolerance. They claim it's tolerance. It's not. It's money. Uh, I Look, if anybody has fallen for any of this BS, this presidency thing that's such a joke now on both sides, uh, they're arguing now, this thing between Gavin Newsom and, and Ron DeSantis, and they're arguing back and forth, California and Florida and blah, blah, blah. The only reason you're arguing over that is because then the only reason you're letting all those people in is because you assume they will then vote for you. This is all about power and votes and money. They don't give a rat's ass about those people. They're votes. They see votes. That's all they see. Right? Yeah. I'm. The whole thing is, yep. the whole thing, unfortunately, and like this live PGA thing is just probably the latest high profile example of it is it's all about greed now. And I don't know. I'm I'm sure it always has been to a certain degree, but it just feels to me like it's put in our face continually now. Like you would really have to be a Pollyanna personality to look around and think, ah, things are absolutely fine. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I just love the fact that all these politicians, they hang in politics all their life, and then they leave, and they're billionaires. How did you become a billionaire as a politician, for Christ's sake? That's a really good point. It's disgusting. Money, You're supposed to serve, right? Yeah, you're supposed to serve the people. You're supposed to serve your constituents. Instead, you end up owning six houses and a a private jet. I just, this is, we really don't need any more of this, but what are you going to do? Such is life. So we talk about the twins. I don't want to talk about the twins, though, because they suck right now. And they've sucked for about a month. 
Judd. But you know what, Tom? Here, here's my point, though. Okay, so when when we talk about politics and there's a lot of just flat out depressing things. Yeah, there there's are, a lot right? of flat out. You know what? It's fun. It's fun to bitch about sports. Well, it is. It's That's fun true. to bitch about yep. the Twins. I mean, at least we can then rally around a common cause and all agree that right now this team's an abomination. And, and they're in first place. And I have a question. Because I didn't watch the Twins game when Byron Buxton got hurt, but last I checked, he was just running, like, he was just DHing, correct? Yes. Yes. That's How did he get a rib contusion <laughs> I don't know. While, while DHing? That fella can get hurt, man, I'll this, tell you that. I saw the he alert got hit on my, yeah, I, in the ribs oh, okay. by a pitch, Tevin. He oh, got hit no. square there in the go. ribs. Mm. No. Ouch. Yeah. That would hurt. Sorry, Brittany, you're... Boyfriend got hurt. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. He's resting up at my house right now. We're just making sure, you know, he gets his off his feet. And uh, we, me and Justin are both giving him rib massages. <laughs> Unbelievable. It really I is. I cannot with you. I cannot. <laughs> Honest to God. Brittany oh. Buxton. There's a good name. Yeah, I think we all would take Bibi. his last name. What's going on, BB? I wouldn't take the last name Buxton. I'm never marrying him. He wants me to marry him, and I won't do it. I should you put your foot down on that. <laughs> well, you could hyphen. Bernard right. Buxton yeah, is Bernard beautiful. Buxton, yeah, there you go. TBB? Yeah, yeah. Like Bernard Brandt, same yeah. story. Right? Yeah, Bernard Brandt Buxton. We'll hyphenate everybody. Oh. Everybody will go to Bernard <laughs> Brandt Buxton. Add another one. Alex, Alex has Brandt, three Bernard right Buxton. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going to have three. four. That's right. That's absolutely true. So... I, I only watched about an inning of the game last night because I got home a little late and they were already down seven to nothing. So I'm like, okay, well, that's great. Uh, they just suck right now. When you are striking out, so they, they are on pace. I, I saw a uh, note in the Star Tribune story today about the game. They are uh, on pace to become the only team to strike out more than 1,600 times in a season. 27 strikeouts. You sent that to me last night. 20, 28, 28, 16 now. on Sunday, oh, 12 on Monday, 12 on Tuesday. <laughs> they have 625. Oh, They're averaging God. 10 per game. This is, oh. this is an unbelievable lack of any ability to have what, what we like to call plate discipline. And how does nobody pay for this? Like, I don't I care. Know. The hitting coach, fire him today. Just do something, do something get something to I just keep it keeps popping in my head. I'm sorry, but it's the old Rodney Dangerfield. Baldelia, Italian, huh? Stick to the tumbling. He should be a tumbler instead of a head coach. What do you think? Or manager, I guess. He's not a head coach. Baseball has managers, not head coaches. Yes, yes they get very upset if you uh, call them a coach. But yeah, they do. Yeah. I just I don't understand again how nobody is paying a price for this. I know. You, you are you are basically going up there and strike. Well, not basically. You are going up there and striking out ten or more times a game, which is phenomenally putrid. And we just keep coming back to the ballpark with the same old things. How's Max Kepler here? As I talked about yesterday, what is Carlos Correa even doing? He had a double last night, but he struck out again. I think once or twice. Yeah. And do you know? Do you guys know what would have happened if Correa actually hadn't failed his physical with the Mets? With the tabloids there, with Correa playing like oh, this, yeah. if he was he playing would like get this, destroyed for the destroyed if he was in the New York market. He would, yeah. He'd be on the front page of the yep. sports section every day, just getting absolutely hung out in the street, tarred and feathered. I love that about the New York media, by the way. They're just very, yes. very honest. It's like mm-hmm. you suck. 
I love that. And the, but then the, they'll also flip the switch back to we love you once yeah. we oh, make yeah. like if you are yep. a star there, then the yeah, it's the best place in the world. But if you're bad, <laughs> just pack your stuff and leave. Aaron Judd got hurt, I saw. Yeah, he got hurt against against the Dodgers. So he uh don't know if you guys saw this. He actually collided with that fence in right field yes. where there's a gate. And he's so big and strong that the gate opened. I guess that gate hadn't been opened in years. It was like <laughs> stuck. <laughs> and so the Dodgers are now like, well, we're going to fix it now. It's like, yeah, thanks a lot. One of the best players just got hurt, you morons. But I guess that gate had been just basically stuck or hadn't been opened in years and years because that, that place is old. And so, yeah, he he pried it open by accident by essentially slamming into it and got hurt. So that's you know what I kind of miss, actually, because maybe they did do say, but I haven't heard him say, ladies and gentlemen, we're here at Chavez Ravine. I used to love it when they used to talk about Chavez Ravine back when I was a kid. I don't think they call You know what? I don't I, think they do anymore. You're right. That is a, I love that ballpark. I've yeah, been great there ballpark. a bunch of times. It, that is a, it's old now, but it is a yep. great, in fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that is now the third oldest ballpark in the big leagues. I think it goes Fenway, Wrigley, oh, Dodger Stadium. Makes sense, yep. I love those old stadiums, man. Wrigley is another one. God. Because well, isn't Dodger Stadium, like, up on the hill, kind of overlooking, like, the, whatever, the Chavez Ravine or whatever you're yeah, I think that's now, true. Yeah. right? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. in the middle of nowhere in, yeah. in L.A. Indeed. I, I just want my team back. We've got a great baseball stadium. Target Field is a magnificent baseball stadium. Start playing some baseball. Get off your ass and get some middle relief and get somebody that can hit, for Christ's sake. Yeah, just make hey. contact. I think that we, we need to go back to the idea that we talked about in April, Tom, which is we need to get a group together to go out there, get some halfway decent seats, and just ride that team verbally until they just <laughs> melt. They're like, okay, Yo, no loss, no loss. We'll hit. We'll it. hit the ball. Led, of course, by you. We need you to recreate your Met Stadium days. That's what we need. What was without the beer? You ever heard the name Harvey Cancer Mouth Brown? You ever heard that name? No. Look it up. Harvey Cancer Mouth Brown was a Boston Red Sox fan who, when the team wasn't winning, used to ride those people like there's no tomorrow. Look it up. You would love Harvey Cancer Mouth Brown, the worst thing. And I can't use the same language he used because it's offensive. But he was <laughs> yes. yelling at Jim Rice one time because apparently Rice struck out. One of the great – and by the way, here's a man who could snap a bat in half that wasn't cracked, so what does that tell you? I don't think yep. you ought to be messing with him. No. But he said, hey, hey, Jim. Jim, can you hear me? And you kind of see Rice's shoulders go up a little bit. He goes, your name is Rice, isn't it? You know where Rice comes from? Out of a Chinese guy's ass. Only he didn't say Chinese guy. So I guess guess he got a little upset. But that's what this guy did. He would deliver lines like that every day, all game long. Harvey Cansomouth Brown, look it up. I'll find it. Oh, my no. God. There's... Yeah, I, I just think some good old-fashioned Bernard, uh, get your bleeping act together. That's good. Insert the name. I think that's all we need here. But, but my God, this is your – because you're right. This division sucks. You're never going to have a better chance. The starter yep. uh, last night was not great. But for the most part, the starting pitching has been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is coming together here to at least make the playoffs – 
And these jokers have what four runs in the last four games. Yeah. Do you th- does it is it because this really isn't like a traditional baseball town? Like, because if you go with the Vikings are playing bad or the Timberwolves are playing right, bad, like right. the Wild are playing bad, like they'll get booed, they'll get heckled, all that. But like Twins games, I feel like they're not really. Do people not care enough to? You might be right about that. That baseball is nowhere near as big as it used to no. be. No, I mean nationally, it's nowhere near as big a sport as it used to be. It was the national pastime forever, but uh, the NFL has kind of taken that spot now. No question about it. I don't know. I I love baseball. I'm a huge Twins fan. I always have been a huge Twins fan. But it's just when they're playing like this, they drive me crazy. For they can't do anything right right now, Judd. <laughs> No, and Tampa Bay's really good too. Their their problem yeah. is this. Yep. So they are they are right now what 30, 31 and thirty. They are um they're gonna play two more in Tampa and then go to Toronto for three. There's a very good chance that they're going to, to come back, potentially in first place, at least a couple games under five hundred. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think that's exactly that? what's gonna happen. It shouldn't. We gotta take a break here, be right back in a couple of minutes, correct? Uh we got a spot here, right? We'll be right back in a couple minutes more with Judd and Tevin. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. All right, even though that where the twins are taking us on a roller coaster, your scale is not, Judd. Tell us how you're doing that. That is uh, a, a very simple plan, thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. Dropped 40 pounds a couple years ago. And the great thing is that they not only help you drop the weight, but their uh, nutrition nutritionists and dietitians are going to help you keep that weight off. And that, of course, is the most important thing. How would you like to lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July? You can do exactly that. Join today, and you're going to get eight weeks free as well. That's right, eight weeks free and the weight is going to come off, and most importantly, it's going to stay off. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A-LIVIA.COM, L-I-V-E-A.COM. Eight weeks free, the weight comes off, and like I said, the most important thing is then the weight stays off. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You know, I love Aerosmith. I always have and I always will. Yeah. That's, you, even if you're not a classic, that song. It's just a great song. Comes, comes on the right point of your yep. life and you just want to aggressively walk. Hot take. Is oh. classic rock overrated because the genre, and I know this is the wrong group of people to be saying this in front of, but they <laughs> like stop making classic rock songs. Like, where's, it's like, what's your newest classic rock? Like, that style of music. Well, no, let's be honest. Your people have ruined music. My people have invented music. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and, by, and by you people, he means young people, okay? Yes, I mean. Yes, I mean. Young by, people. By you, I mean. <laughs> that almost caused me, I like had a non-wet spit take. Yeah. That was, that was intense. Um, you know, I a lot think of he, can you just say rock? Right, okay, so classic. rock. Like, right. It's like saying like. But I'm saying like classic rock is definitely a very specific type of rock and roll it that is, it yeah, feels yeah. like isn't made today anymore. Well, yeah, because it's classic. Yeah, no, it's, see, it's the word yeah, right there. Yeah, because classic rock wasn't specifically but classic I, rock. They, okay. made cla- they made rock, and then rock had to become classic rock because they had to make a genre of something for radio stations to be able... Because you can't just say it's a rock station. Yeah. It had to be classic rock. Yeah, so that's, that's where true, the, yeah. But there are bands out there right now that are definitely doing more of that traditional, timeless rock sound okay. that Love are it. just destroyed. I think they are so good. Great guitar playing again, because we kind of lost that for a while. Yeah. It was a lot yeah. of electronic. Yeah, yep. yeah. There's I hate a, that stuff. There's an episode of hate 30 it. Rock where this girl, one of the girls on the show is like, are you going to come see my band tonight? And he's like, the last time we saw your band, you sat on stage with a laptop and just filed your fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, is okay. Yeah. I didn't know they were still making like rock, like the that soundy. style. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we got to recover now. And I, I should mention, by the way, three times in my life now, and I think you know about one of them three times in my life it, i don't know we were places i don't even remember but i have been asked if you're andy if i'm andy yes I'll people take for that. some reason think that you're andy i mean he types a lot faster he's a lot smarter than i <laughs> i think i can jump higher than him but that boy can type yeah, fast i will tell you that. I know. like, like andy type, looked man. that up and he's already spitting out the answer okay now that we're on to the, uh, the fact you were talking about classic rock and all the rest of it is R&B ever going to come back? Because I am a huge R&B fan. I love rhythm and blues music. Yeah, but I don't it's just think gone. I don't think it get like the old school R&B, but yeah, like the new age kind of stuff is is good. But yeah, the old school days of like singing your heart out in that emotion and kind of that classic R&B song sound. Would you do me not. a favor? Would you look for the song "Love Won't Let Me Wait"? Love is it? Is that Love Won't Let Me Wait, I think is the name of the song. It's one of the most beautifully sung R&B songs of all time. Very emotional. And I miss that. Now it's all like, your sister's a whore. Oh, boy, that's entertaining. <laughs> Talking about, uh, let's see, so there's a version from Major Harris, and there's also one from Luther Vandross. Major Harris was the big hit. Okay. Yeah, like the Luther Vandross oh, days, we're not going to get that back. No. No. But no, yeah, no. today's R&B is, is good. It's not, it's not what it used to be, but it's, it's solid. What do you hear him sing? Major Harris was a phenomenal singer. I'm not kidding you. And and he, at the very end, Rudy, when he starts going, no more, it's like, oh, my God, man. It just nails you right in the chest. Uh, I just happened to come across this. You can tell that this is definitely made from, like, the 70s because it is a minute and 57 seconds before it gets to actually any lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> But here's a, here's a little taste of Love Won't Let Me Wait. Now move a little closer to, to me. me. Come on, Brittany. Goddamn. You it's a good thing I'm wearing a long shirt today. This is this is velvety. Isn't it? Yeah. For Just out of curiosity, do you guys have a list of songs that you like to, uh, you know, light a candle to and and hang out with your significant other? You turned my song down to say that. Um, (laughs) I was kicking. It's so funny you said that. My husband's gonna hates when I bring this up, but uh, we uh, 
We're gonna have some ovulation sex. And what? Uh, what? I, what? Wow, that's a lot of information there. Why me? It's fine. Of course, you he's asked a simple you. question and you went with that. No, and I said, should we turn on some music? Because it's it's the thing that sucks about it is it has to be scheduled, right? Yeah, and polka? so you, it, and so I said, do we? You wanna? I was trying to like still make it sporadic, even though we literally have a calendar that says it time is now, time is now impregnate your wife and so i was like trying to think of ways to like make it still romantic and so i was like oh yeah do you want to have some music and he was like no not at all and i was like you monster did you marry a serial killer i don't like, know Ooh, let, I like don't let's know. just get this done the ball right. game who, who doesn't want music i guess yeah that's but then I was like, own. also, I mean, we've been playing a lot of like pop and Taylor Swift, so I'd be really scared of like what would be the first on the mm. Sonos list, where it would be like maybe he's right. But yeah, all right. So we got to close the song up because he goes, "Love won't let me wait." Yeah, let me just find oh, it. The, God, is he a great singer? The reason why we have to pull it down is that if we play too much, we get booted off. No, nah, you're, you're right. Don't, then, yeah, don't pop it back yeah, up. You know, so. you were absolutely right about that. I keep forgetting that uh, I work here now where they actually pay their bills. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big difference. Um, yeah, there's, a, uh, there's some really good stuff out there right now. Oh, like uh, Miguel, I don't know if you've Oh, ever... Miguel is <laughs> top tier. I saw Miguel open up for Sia at the Target Center one night, and I had never heard of him. And, man, that guy is – he looks – and he has, like – Prince's frame. He's very diminutive okay. and slender. Yeah. Right. Also out there in high heels, just dancing up a storm. And then you put on that, and then the weekend, and yep. boy, that is if that's you, baby yeah. making. If music. you want, if you want some like the old school vibes, Miguel's Adorn. Yeah, a few years old now, but or well, I guess more than a few years old. But yeah, that song, top tier. That that'll bring you back to your old school R and B days. Yeah. How about bow wow wow yippee yo yippee yay bow wow yippee yo yippee yay? I love that song. I feel pregnant just listening to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, was there a '70s version of that song? Or are you talking about the Snoop Dogg version from the '90s? No, the Snoop Dogg. Oh, no, sure. Okay, yeah. I well, love that song. What, mm-hmm. No, who was the original? That's uh, back in the Atomic 70s? Dog. Didn't they do? That's the original. Yeah. Don't you talking about right? That, but that's Snoop the original one. Yeah. Flashlight. Yeah. A less romantic version of Snoop Dogg is he does have a kids album that we listen to a lot. Does he kill anybody really? in it? Uh, no. He's got affirmation songs and wheels on the bus, and uh, you should look it up, Interesting. Rudy. It He's is... murdered well, two people. Don't worry about it. He's also fan. teaching my child self-esteem. Oh, my God. Have she likes publicity. murderers. Well, well, I don't go-go go dogs. He did. He did a version of the uh, wheels on the bus. Oh, the wheels on the bus slaps. going around and around. <laughs> I can hear it now. Well, and similarly to that, the Yin Yang Twins, if you're familiar, they also did a Christmas. Yeah, yeah, they did a Christmas album. Good for them. And it sounds exactly how you would ex- expect it to sound. Like they. Do they know what Yin Yang means? I don't know. Probably not. It's not positive. They probably isn't it Yin Yang like the Chinese symbol? No, it's yeah. like you dumbass Yin Yang. Oh, no, yin-yang is like the... Yin-yang. I know, yin-yang, yin-yang, I'm sorry that I added the G, but I know it's yin-yang. But that's that symbol that means right, like... Right, the black and white the yin symbol. The yin and the yang. Right. Yeah. yeah, I know. But to be a yin-yang or a yin-yang is not a good thing. Oh. Okay. Well, I think they just meant the symbol. But anyway, they... <laughs> <laughs> we both go, and that's how they meant, though. Right. We just... Yeah. Ex- well, what is it? Is it... It's one of the old National Lampoon's movies. He comes up and he goes, the hell's wrong with you, you yin-yang? He says yin-yang in that one. Hmm. Because it's, no. it's in one of the National Lampoon movies, I know that. 
Uh, before Judd has to take off, Judd will give you a taste of Wheels on the Bus from Snoop Dogg. Here you go. Let's head to class. Wheels on the bus, go, 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 go. What? <laughs> yeah. This might be the only time I want to see a bus crash. <laughs> I agree with you. Oh, but I'm telling you, Affirmation Song, it is amazing. And honestly, you should listen to it every day. He's to get your a hype. murderer. Yeah, you can. And you're making money not for everybody's You can perfect. multitask. Not everyone's perfect. <laughs> not everyone's That's for <laughs> Oh, he killed a couple people, so what? Whatever, he, he makes my children's he has, music. He has cashed in incredibly, though. Like in mainstream stuff now. Corona commercials, yeah. this. He's like become... He has transcended his personality and character to, to this ma- mainstream. He must make just a ton off of folks like me who know nothing about him. And are like, hey, it's Snoop Dogg. Remember his commercials he did for Chrysler? Mm, he no. was the voice of Chrysler for a while. Huh. If to ride is fly, you must buy. Oh, sure. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I'm not my making money. that up. Yeah. He actually said that Take in a commercial. I-, I looked it up. It says that in 2023, <laughs> he is worth $165 million, and oh, I feel Jesus. like that's low. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. $165 million from nothing. Yeah. Crazy. That's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the hell? There's a I lot of life. there's a lot of crappy kids music out of there and uh, in out there, and so it's nice when all of a sudden you go, all right, it's not so bad. So, so are your kids like waiting for Snoop Dogg to drop his next? Yeah, we're actually he's already done album? Volume Two yeah. oh, okay. of uh, it's the Dog Pack, and uh, he's already done in Volume Two, so we're waiting for Volume Three. Okay, yeah. he's got, oh, a, yeah. wow. got a new book called Hey God, It's Me Snoop. That'll be coming out <laughs> here. Yeah. Being That's turned into a movie yeah. very soon. Yeah. He's a lot going quicker on, than the first one. Going on tour, doing shows at playgrounds, performing his well, we would kids' show album. Up. We'd show I up. Feel like, I feel like the, the children's music and, and, and films that were put out there for a kid like me in the 70s really dried up when they stopped smoking as much dope and doing them. Yeah. Because yeah. I... I feel like in my day, it was just a bunch of adults who were high as kites. Yeah. And were like, hey, let's try this. And and then it, it, it was songs that we had no idea what the meaning was, but they were really, you know, kid-friendly. They like, sounded great. Puff the Magic like Dragon. The, like, yes, yes. Yeah, Puff the Magic Dragon. All of those late, like, late 60s, early 70s shows that Ruff, they did as well. You think Rafi smoked a lot of weed, right? Are we guessing that, allegedly? Like. Oh, was that the kid? Uh, he's like an acrobat or a juggler. Or no, something. Well, he did. Raffy did Baby Beluga. Baby Beluga oh, Baby Beluga. Okay, that guy. Okay. Baby Beluga in mm-hmm. the, the deep blue sea. Yeah. I think H and R Puffin stuff was created uh, off of an yeah. LSD trip. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. That yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it, it's not hard now to fathom exactly that. But H R Puffin stuff was. Those people must have shown up. You know. Dropping acid and, and oh, yeah. stoned and all that, and said, "All right, let's make some good kids content." I'm fine with that, right? <laughs> oh, I don't care. Tap into right. that imagination. Tap into the and imagination. I'm just imagining now, like your kids loving Snoop Dogg's album. They try to pull up like Snoop Dogg on yeah. Spotify, and then they get exposed to like some old school <laughs> Snoop yeah, Dogg. Right. That'll be great. I need GoGo to be well rounded. Maybe not that well rounded as Snoop Dogg, but. We gotta introduce some. Do you want Go Go to like run around singing "F the Police"? Is that what you're looking for? I don't not want I'll that. I'll say today's, <laughs> How cute in today's would society would probably be accepted. I don't even care what the message is. That's oh, hilarious. You're unbelievable. F the I, Police. <laughs> See, 
coming straight from my crib. Uh, there she is. She's calling in. I After mean, police. I mean, it's that. you you got to teach them, teach them young. Why not? And I don't even mean the message, but just how funny would that be? <laughs> I like that account. Very silent. <laughs> How funny would that? It might be funny for a while, but then you'd have to deal with the fallout of the fact that you have to explain that a little bit. Listen, if swearing is the biggest problem I have with my kid, I would be lucky. Oh, I, I think just... it's the murder part we're talking about, not the swearing. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want actions to happen, but if she's walking around <laughs> well, singing, great. we all have walked around singing a song or whatever that we go, Oh yeah. we're as not, a, like, as a kid, F like... these hoes, F these hoes, and I'm... Barely ever after that. never happened in, nope, for, for me, Brittany. <laughs> no. Me either. Yeah, for me, it was uh, Shaggy's Wasn't Me. I was in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> banging on the counter wasn't me. I, like, don't, don't know what any of this means. Because it got me banging in the shower. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. me. It literally wasn't you, Tevin. No. It was never no, you. No, it was not. I, I was drinking chocolate milk sitting at the cafeteria table in third grade, singing Shaggy, It Wasn't Me. Shaggy. Well, we would sing That's that one. That's a great one. song, though. Uh, Love that song. That one about uh, trying to make a living while your husband's in lockdown because 20 to life is no joke. That song. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. you know, I, just oh. love, I love how you people live vicariously. Like you're all ghetto dwellers. Oh, that's like, what a bunch of yeah. bull. That's <laughs> Jesus. Uh, in and out of lockdown. Mama's smoking crack now. Uh, oh, I ain't got geez. a job I now. Go home for early. you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. And I was like, I was this girl running around Egan yelling this as if. I listened to the Beatles. What the hell were you doing? You lost your love. Like the Rolling Stones were probably the most harshest band I heard as a that's kid. Right. What? what what was going on with you, Brittany? Brittany, let's go walk down Plymouth Avenue right after the show, and I'll go, Winchester Cathedral. <laughs> what do you think? We'll sing that over on Plymouth Avenue. I would. That's actually a lovely day. See how they react to that one. I love it. God, I just love the fact. All these honkies. What do you think of this, Tevin? All these honkies that love rap music. They have no idea what the hell they're well, talking it's about. Not, Tevin, it's or, not like I, you were living no, this I, life. Yeah, Tevin's whiter than I am. Wisconsin. A little That's, Amish. Right. There was, I didn't live in the ghetto, but I think it's more of just a, I think rap music is, in my personal opinion, more fun to listen to than like country music or your classic rocks and things like that. Like, I think it has more personality and rap does. Yeah. Our Eminem, we were shouting about killing our wives and yeah. hating your mother. Yeah. Hating that. your, and by no means had did I want to do either of those no. things. There was just a cultural mm -hmm. like acceptance of singing songs that really have nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's amazing. If you were to say oh, like, Oh, no, the, the, the attendees of this concert were all drinking beer and smoking weed. And you're like, okay, well, is that a rock concert, a country concert or a rap concert? Cause <laughs> all three do yep. the same yep. thing. Yep. So how about you? Running around singing uh, uh, surfing doo-wops, never seeing the ocean. Surfing you yeah, there we go. Go <laughs> get them, Brittany. Get Thank em. you. Nice thing. Round, yeah. round, oh, get around. I get around. But do you get, get around, around, sir? Around, get... Yeah, I'd be whooping ass. <laughs> I love surfing. Like, I get around. I'm getting bugged driving up and down the same old yeah. strip. I think that's a little bit different, though, than talking about, you know, like killing a guy. I, I, I mean, that's just me. But <laughs> I think it they're is. interchangeable. <laughs> We're just getting out that aggression. Yeah, Judd, we held you three minutes too long here. Sorry. Oh, that's, uh, that's okay. That's okay. You're, this you're was great go. stuff. I love this conversation. Brittany's a disaster. What, what if you combined the Beach Boys and rap? I'd love it. So, so they're driving down the street shooting they their did. guns or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what it was? It was called California Love. Mm -hmm. It's the only rap song I've ever liked. 
Can you imagine the Beach Boys doing the cruising down the street in my 6'4"? It's like that and it's like this. I took her to the pad and we started to... Yeah, No, you would never hear that. You know the song Gin and Juice? They have covers of it by like a folksy band and it's like, sipping on gin and juice, lay back, my money, my money, my money, my money. The name of that band is called Hayseed Dixie and they do all covers of like rap songs, rock songs, they're great, yeah. So good. Oh my God. This is great. All right, you guys. Did I tell you I, I was retired on the 8th of... Uh... 7th. You don't want to work tomorrow. That's true. Oh, yeah, the 7th. I'm going to retire on the 7th, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Jed, we'll, we'll talk, talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tom, be strong here. Yeah, I got to fight, man. I got to fight. With me gone, right. this is going to be I a one-man fight. I hate rap music so, more than so any other. So be strong, man. Tom Bernard. I will do it. Bye, Jed. You. Love you. you. Once again, I hate rap music because it destroyed R&B. You can't find R&B anymore. There's st- there's still R and B music. We, yeah, the we old stuff. About, no well, new stuff. Yeah, the the new stuff is still like you have your Miguel's of, of the world. Yeah, I haven't like heard Miguel. Should I listen look, to Miguel? Look at Miguel. You'll, so you'll be good, pleasantly he's surprised. He's like an R and B guy. Yeah. Yep. Well, I would like that then. That'd yeah. be good. I would say that's. And you have to remember, honest to God, the great singers that I grew up with. Holy Christ, those people could sing. Yeah, and I would say that aspect of it is definitely good. You don't have the singers that go on like the long runs and you're no, like, oh my gosh, no. this is an incredible voice. I mean, you still have those people, but it's not as common. A lot of people use auto tune now, and it's. Yeah, they do, right? It's not the yeah. same. Great singers have always impressed me. I just love great singing. It doesn't really depend on what they're singing about either, but it's just the ability that some people have. Well, Major Harris, you mm-hmm. hear that voice? You know how many people can sing like that? About 10 in the world. So, I mean, that's the big thing to me. Mm -hmm. You have to remember, I was in a band from the time I was 11 until I was 19. So it was was my whole teen life was being in a band. And it was all R&B stuff, basically. I mean, we had some rock songs in there, but not a a ton. And because I was a drummer, I had to play Wipeout, which I hated. Wipeout again. Where do you guys practice? In a garage? Were you, uh, at the Laurence House. At Guy Laurence House. Guy Laurence. We were practicing at Guy Laurence oh, House. Oh, how high brow. I tell you what, man. it was That was a good time, being in a band back then. Did people come and watch? Because even I was popular. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Did you guys have like uh, people kind of sitting yeah, around Yeah, we had our fans and all that. That's yep, so that's fun. Oh, it was great. It was a wonderful time. Start a band in the cul-de-sac. I should. I get a band going to cul-de-sac. And we'll only do... Rap music. Yeah, Trish. Yeah, covers of rap Step music. Step it up. Yep. Tr- what? Trish is one of the people oh, who lives okay. in his neighborhood. Neff the police. That's all I have to say. <laughs> God. Okay, should we probably take a break here, huh? Yeah. Might be a good idea. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard's shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner this is the tom bernard morning show podcast we are back ladies and gentlemen we talked earlier about um navia a family uh family having some problems tell tell me what that is again so last week chris eggert reported on this wrong way crash it happened in oakdale it ended up uh the father had died immediately on the scene and their three-year-old daughter navia is currently in critical care in the hospital 
and they're trying to raise money to help with the memorial for the dad and then the, all the medical expenses for Navia and you know so there's about 15,000 total they were trying to raise 15,000 and I posted the fund the GoFundMe um, on all of our socials um, but we got an email from well first off ever since we mentioned it our listeners have really stepped up and been donating really yes yeah, so that's wonderful so cool and they've that's shared great. the post um, but we got a message from Tim saying, good morning, Brittany. Heard you guys talking about the GoFundMe for Navia Ripka. Tom mentioned matching some donations to reach 15000 Please let me know how we can help match some donations to reach the goal. Uh, Tim uh, from, uh, is it Niemeyer? Niemeyer. Sorry. Niemeyer from great Trailer family. Sales. Yeah. So, great uh, family. So where are we standing now? Do you know? Yes. Uh, and again, we're... We're going to follow this, uh, make sure that this uh, gets done, but uh, I'll keep an eye on it today and tomorrow and Friday. Uh, but they are at 6647 6, Okay, and it was at 6000 this morning? So it picked yeah. up about almost 700 bucks. Yeah, yeah. We're doing, we're, we're and, uh, they did, their, they ran the, um, KSTP did an article on them too. That was, I think, today. Good, good. Which has also got the GoFundMe in there. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. I just... Yeah, three-year-old and the father, it's just a lot. I just, if you can do that small amount to give 10, 20 bucks, I know that everybody is going through stuff, but it feels good if we can help them with that one aspect. Do you have a, some, some way to donate money on, on your computer? Yeah, yeah, I, I donated some, and, and uh, we'll uh, keep doing that. We'll do it, right, matter of fact, right after the show. Sounds good. We'll, we'll, we'll find talk. out where yeah, it is. We'll, well, because I want to get an idea of the matching, so we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll work yeah, on Yeah, let that. me know. Cause I, Thanks, Tom. That's very, very... I mean, how, so the mom is around. The mom's fine. Yeah, that was the father I, that I know of. I didn't yeah. read anything, but um, yeah, so... So here's a woman who has her baby in the hospital and her husband's dead. Yeah. Yeah, it may, might be time to step up and help some people here. Don't you think? I just, it's... And it was so sad because so Alex, the father who died, who passed... Oh, Alex was on his way to help a friend on the farm who needed uh, to be there by 4.30. Navia was in the back sleep, seat of the car sleeping when they were struck by a car going the wrong way. 4.30 in the morning? Yeah. I thought it was 2.30. No. So they, it was 4.30. Maybe, okay. well, they said he had to be there by 4.30, so maybe he was bringing oh, her Oh, so, early. yeah, I think it was 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Don's ready to go? Thank you very much. Don McMillan, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing, Don? Oh, man, what a story to bring me in on. That's horrible, man. I really feel bad. Don, the great part of that is that I will now laugh because you you will make me feel better. What do you think of that, Buster? Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, I'm up for the challenge, but you know, I'm I'm an engineer, dude. I don't I know. know how somebody goes the wrong way yeah. on a freeway. Yep. I mean, how often does that happen? And I just I want to scream when I hear that. I go, oh, yeah, man, I really. Uh, Man, that sucks. I I feel for them. I I will think of them all day today. So, uh, Don, that's wonderful. Man. That is very very nice, ladies and gentlemen. Don McMillan with us promoting his appearance at Loons on the Lake Comedy Festival, June twenty first through the twenty fourth at Crooners in Fridley. Uh, we were just talking about this uh, last week. As a matter of fact, you're going to love. Have you ever been at Crooners before, Don? I have not, uh, and You'll I'm looking it. forward to it. And I've never been to Fridley. You know, it's been my dream to go to Fridley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand it's a magnificent uh. place. Actually, I, I'm sure it is, but this is the name Fridley. I believe it was next to Petticoat Junction. I just doesn't Fridley sound like somewhere <laughs> where Uncle Joe went? I need to go to the store. I'm going to Fridley. All right, Uncle Joe, see you back in a little while. Actually, Don, uh, 
our biggest advertiser on this show lives in Fridley, so I want uh, I want to thank you for being so nice to Fridley. It's very nice of you. I'm a, I'm like I'm looking forward to Fridley. I really have my I, I I I first of all I love Minnesota. I swear to God, this is not a joke. I grew up in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, but I was a Minnesota Vikings fan. I love Fran Tarkenton. I wanted to move to the Twin Cities when I was eight. I don't. You know, I think it's because they were good. Remember, they went to the Super Bowl. That's how old I am. They went sure. to the Super Bowl back then, and sure. I was like, I rooted for them, and they always lost. Which you know, I tend to always pick the team that gets to the end and loses. That's my trend. Uh, but uh, I, I'm, I wanted to be a Viking, and I so I've I, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for the, the, the Twin Cities. That is magnificent. And Fridley now. I didn't know Fridley was part of that, but now I do. Now you do. Don, by the way, will be appearing on June 24th in Fridley at Loons on the Lake Comedy Festival at Crooners in Fridley. Uh, i got to read this, Don, because it's very impressive. Don McMillan is an American comedian, actor, and former engineer based in San Francisco Bay. McMillan earned a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering from Lehigh University, a Master of Science in Electrical Engineering from Stanford University. So you're not a moron or anything, Don. That's very impressive. Me, me not talk good, but smart engineer. <laughs> That's a very good impression. No social skill, but a woman to marry me. <laughs> How, how so? How do you go from from you know attending Lehigh, attending Stanford, uh, all these ma- magnificent uh, engineering degrees and all the rest of it? So you you still do that and you do comedy? Do you both still? No. Well, in a kind of a way, I do. Yeah. Oddly, Tom, because yeah. um, I quit my. I, I was a chip designer, which is you know in the engineering world that is the most exciting of all the engineers right there, designing chips. That's that's hot. Let me just sure. tell you there right now, sure. the engineering world. But uh, so I wasn't just an engineer. I was a hot engineer. I was in Silicon Valley. You know, I was one of the. No, I, I wasn't actually. I didn't. I didn't fake. That's what it was, Tom. I didn't. Those guys are into. They live and breathe that stuff. And I wasn't. I like had. I like to tell jokes. I like to play golf. I, I'm a pretty well-rounded person. And but I, I understood that stuff. It, it comes, you know, naturally to me. But uh, I, it never occurred to me. You know, you're in, not. You're not in high school and you go. Okay, you got an 800 on your SATs in math and, and, you know, 200 in English because I was an engineer. But they go, no, you should be a comedian. They don't say that. So I, I just kind of went down the engineering path and then burned out. I worked at startup companies and said, uh, my last boss said, you know, well, what are you, some kind of comedian? And I went, oh, thank you for the career <laughs> advice. I'm out of here. I'm gone. No question. Yeah. Now, you're, you're coming in uh, June 24th is a Saturday. You happen to be coming in yeah. earlier? I am. I'm coming in for the festival, which starts on Wednesday. Uh, my good friend Erica Rhodes, who's so funny, sure. is headlining on Wednesday. I love Erica. She's she's uh, lives in L.A., so I I worked with her tons of times, and I think she's from that area. I'm not positive actually. Mm-hmm. I, I, need to, I haven't seen her since I saw that we're working together. But um, I'm coming in Wednesday, and then uh, there's a comedy competition involved. I'm, I, I'll probably get suckered suckered into judging that, which is just my favorite thing to judge other comedians. You know that's sure. just, you know, fantastically fun. Um, I, but it, it's it, comedy competitions. I actually have done a, a few of them. I did Star Search. I did the San Francisco Comedy Competition. Mm-hmm. And as a comic, it's a great way to really build your comedy. If you can, it's the pressure. You know, the pressure of a competition. And if you can be funny on that, then you know you prove yourself. So that's going to be exciting too. Yeah, Don. If you can make it in, you got to come in and do the show with us on maybe the Friday before, since you're going to be in town anyway. Cool. That'd be I, wonderful. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be there. I would love that. I believe uh, we already got it set up with Randy to be coming in from the festival right before it starts. So if you're going to be in town, Don, yeah, I think we could probably set it up, get you a ride and everything. So That'd be great. be awesome, yeah. 
Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll definitely mm-hmm. figure it out. I would, lo- I would love to. I, 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 my, my, after my dream of being a stand-up comic, I actually, uh, and Tom, I'm not coming for your job, but I actually I grew up listening to radio, and I always wanted to be, mm-hmm. I, 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 was the, I was the only 10-year-old to listen to talk radio. I loved listening to talk radio. I still do all the time. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to be a radio host, so I'd love to come and hang with you guys. That'd be cool. I, I will get out of my chair, and you can host the show while you're here. No, no, don't do that to me. I don't know, because then I don't want to do it, and my wife will hate me because I have to get up <laughs> 3 a.m. every morning. It's changing your career yet again. Yeah, that's magnificent. what she wants to see. That's the best thing. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But you're probably I right. love. I love the fact, you know, it, it's, it's such a skill that you have uh, 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 to be able to just relate to people just sitting there behind the microphones. And it, you, I, I was a lonely kid, and talk radio people like you made my life better. So uh, I not only respect what you do, uh, I, I, I wish I could do it. No, where did you live as a kid? Uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, right outside oh, that's of Philadelphia. Right. You said that. Oh, God, yeah. I love that area anyway. It's magnificent. And you had some pretty talented people in Philadelphia doing talk radio back in those days, too. Really good oh, market. Oh, it was great. It was. Yeah. No, uh, and, and I think that's why, you know, that I listen to some of the crap that's on the air. Excuse, excuse my uh, American French, um, but, uh, that, you know, I really, really appreciate great talk radio. People who can just talk to you and have conversation mm-hmm. that's just intelligent and uh, I mean, uh, it's just it, what you guys do is is uh, it's underrated. It's so it's so underrated. Anyway, I don't need to suck up to you. You're not paying me, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could slip you a buck or two when you come in. You know, uh, it would be all, all that better situation. No, I think part of that has. Well, go ahead. Uh, I think part of that has to do with the fact that I had a great curiosity of hum- about human beings and an interesting childhood. Let me put it that way. So it's more than I think. Being good at it part comes out out of a natural curiosity and wanting to know yeah, yeah. different kinds of people and and their views. I love that. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is I I kind of do that too because I took yep. my engineering skills and now I, I I examine human life through an engineer's eyes, which it's not pretty. Can I just tell you? That? <laughs> it's I not suppose pretty. not. I have I have graphs and charts and uh, uh, people who don't know my act I, I do PowerPoint my act since I was a former engineer so it's a visual as well as 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 a vocal act um, but um, it, I, I do I, I'm very curious too which is why I think I, I'm drawn to what you guys do but but no I, I, people come up to me and they I, they say you're like a nerdy Seinfeld because I kind of pick apart life but with graphs and charts mm-hmm. you know that's kind of the way I do it so. I think it's wonderful. But, yes, please do come in. You're going to be here at the end of the month or the last week of the month, I guess, is a better way to put it. But, Don, if if you could make it in, I'd love to sit and talk to you about all these things. It was great of you to come on this morning. Again, Don McMillan promoting his appearance at Loons on the Lake Comedy Festival June 21st through the 24th. He will be on stage on the 24th at Crooners in Fridley. You're going to love it. You're going to croon. You're going to kill it. Don, I look forward (laughs) to seeing you in a couple of weeks, pally. Yeah, it's good talking to you all. Have a great day. Thanks, Don. Don McMillan. Hey, hey. Bye-bye. Did you ever work with him, Rudy? I haven't. First time I've uh, first time I met him. We've had some contact over the last few days. What a n- sweet man. Hey, he seems like a very nice guy. Very nice guy. And uh, he does have a, uh, a great, uh, his original America's Got Talent audition when mm-hmm. it was live. Mm-hmm. He does this great Venn diagram. You should look that up. Yeah, I'll, oh, I'll put it in the show notes when uh, if you click on the show today, you'll be able to link to it. He's very funny. I love it. Anyone have any closing comments? Uh, speaking of comedy, Cy Amundsen, who couldn't make it onto the show this week, is back in town tonight at Acme. 
Oh, he is. Good he friend of the show. Couldn't make it in. Uh, yeah, he had some family stuff going on the last couple of no, days. I, but, yeah. I haven't seen him in a long time, but he and I spent a lot of time together mm-hmm. back in the day. And I, he's doing well with the health and everything? Yeah, from what I understand. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. I used to love to watch. He and Catherine would get into arguments. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was just hilarious, those two arguing, because he would do things like come in the studio, and I don't know where the hell he got it. He'd be like, a cup? A glass, a fork, a spoon. It's like, where did you even come up with that stuff? And he just leave it behind. Sure. Like, okay, Pally. All right, that's going to do it. We will talk to you tomorrow.